Radio Tirana International. Radio Tirana broadcast in English. Hello from Radio Tirana and welcome to our broadcast in English. Today you can hear the news calendar of the day to follow with uh, Tuesday's feature profile, which is dedicated to Luigi Guracucci, the one who drafted Albania's Declaration of Independence text. The last feature for today will be Albanian folklore. The main stories. President of the Republic of Albania, Bayram Begay, met yesterday with the Speaker of the National Assembly of the Republic of Bulgaria, Rosan Zeljakovskov. Political relations between the two countries, the European integration process of the Western Balkans, the intensification of economic relations, the increase of trade exchanges, as well as the improvement of infrastructure to aid this process, were the focus of this meeting. President Begay thanked Bulgaria for its support to Albania's EU integration, for joint multilateral initiatives, for its military contribution to K4, and emphasized the importance of increasing economic relations to match the political ones. During the meeting with uh, Zeljaskov, President Begay emphasized also that the current situation in the region requires understanding, cooperation and the overcoming of past policies among the countries of the Western Balkans to the benefit of its full Euro-Atlantic integration. Nicola, with the Bulgarian counterpart Zeljaskov, Bulgaria supports the Western Balkans' EU integration, expanding of bilateral cooperation. There are all possibilities for Albania and Bulgaria to expand bilateral cooperation in areas of mutual interest, was the statement made by the Speaker of the Assembly of Albania, Lindita Nicola, in a joint conference for the media with the Speaker of the Parliament of Bulgaria, Rosan Zeljaskov, after the meeting held earlier. Nicola appreciated the role of Bulgaria as a supporter of the integration of the Western Balkans into the EU. Zeljaskov also appreciated the political dialogue between the two countries, describing it being at the highest levels, while adding that he has invited his counterpart Nicola to visit Sofia. We had a constructive dialogue where we underlined our relations both in the context of the EU integration process and in the context of the challenges we face for maintaining the international order. We also talked about increasing cooperation between the two countries and there are no open issues between our two countries and the political dialogue is at the highest level. I invited my counterpart Lindita Nicola to visit Sofia, an invitation that the Assembly of Albania Speaker Nicola accepted. We are a favorable country to increase investments in regards to the EU integration. If we don't do more, we will be left behind. Albanian Prime Minister Edi Rama stated that Albania is a favorable country to increase 
serious investments. In his speech in Skype at the Western Balkans Investment Summit 2024, held in London and organized by the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development, the head of the Albanian government stated that Albania has undergone great changes, referring to, among other things, the government's success of 2023 in regards to tourism. Further, when asked about Albania's European integration, Rama stated that until the EU is ready for the region, the Western Balkans are working to integrate as quickly as possible, part of which is the Open Balkans. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is expected to arrive in Tirana this evening on February the 27th under very strict security measures to join the summit for Ukraine with the countries of Southeast Europe, which is organized by the Albanian government to ensure support for the country since two years in facing the Russian aggression. The symbol personality who leads his nation to protect the territories from the unjust war of the Russian Federation, Zelensky accepted the invitation of Prime Minister Edi Rama and joins the summit in Tirana on February the 28th, where there will be leaders from 10 other countries, mainly from east of Europe. Radio Tirana with the news. During its three-year mandate, 2024-2027, in the Human Rights Council of the United Nations, Albania will commit to the eternal principles of human rights and dignity, aiming to build a world where every person can realize their full potential and live with dignity and respect. This is what uh, the Minister for Europe and Foreign Affairs of Albania Igli Hassan is said during his speech in the high-level UN Human Rights Council meeting, which is being held in Geneva. Hassani emphasized that one of Albania's priorities as a member of the Human Rights Council is to bring perpetrators of serious crimes to justice, fight impunity and prevent further violations of fundamental rights. Albanian Minister of Economy, Culture and Innovation, Blendi Gonzia, held a meeting with the permanent coordinator of the United Nations in Albania, Fiona Maklani, and leaders of UNICEF, UNDP, UN Women, UNAPS, ILO and UNIDO in Albania. During the meeting, they talked about the acceleration of cooperation in the process, the new composition of the Ministry of Economy, Culture and Innovation, and the mission, as well as about the outline of new initiatives. Participating at the Keiretsu Forum of Southeast Europe on the joint commitment to nurture startups, Albanian Minister of Economy, Culture and Innovation, Blendi Gonzia, underlined the need for a unified market of Southeast Europe that attracts international investments and attention. Gonja gave a welcome speech to the Keiretsu Southeast Europe Forum, which brought Launch Hub and Vitosha Ventures to Tirana with an investment portfolio of 100 million euros. This meeting marked a key moment for startup investors, where collaboration becomes a catalyst of transformation.
co-investment opportunities not only mean a pooling of resources, but also a shared commitment to nurture startups, both locally and globally. By expanding our investment horizons, we pave the way for the vitalization of innovation and the economy. St. The U.S. corner in Tirana celebrated its 20th anniversary. The U.S. Embassy to Tirana expressed special thanks to all those who have participated in the numerous programs and activities over the last two decades through a post on social networks. At the 20th anniversary ceremony and the public event, the U.S. Charge d'Affaires to Tirana, David Wisner, emphasized the importance of U.S. corners in Albania and their influence on Albanian youth. The celebration was attended by the Minister of Economy, Culture and Innovation, Blendi Gonja, and the Director of the National Library, Piero Misha. The EU ambassador to Tirana, Silvio Gonzato, announced that the European Union has made 25 million euros available within the youth guarantee to facilitate the transition of young people from education to the workplace. On the first anniversary of implementation of the National Youth Strategy 2022-2029, Ambassador Gonzato stated that the EU remains committed to helping the young generation in Albania because they are our future. You are listening to Radio Tirana. That was the end of the news for today. For more detailed information, you can visit our page at rti.rtsh.al. Next to come in the program, Calendar of the Day. On February the 27th, 1908, Pieter Dungu, composer, merited artist, was born in Skoder. In the years 1926-1938, he worked in the Brass Orchestra of Tirana and then at Radio Tirana. He composed many waltzes, fantasias, intermezzos, arias, overtures, suites, romances and light music songs. He is the author of the literary collection Lyra, in which he included 50 old folk songs. In 1956, Dungu introduced the operetta Friendship and a year later the other operetta Rieta Eart, The Golden Net. Pieter Dungu passed away in Duros in 1989. On February the 27th, 1910, a rally was held in Korcha in defense of the Albanian alphabet. It was organized by the Society Knowledge, Lituria, in the hills of the letters of the city. On February the 27th, 1958, the painter Pashk Pervathi was born in the village of Manati in Leja. He graduated from the Academy of Arts in Tirana for monumental painting. He first worked at the Leisure Ethnographic Museum as the museum's guide, then for two years as a manager of the Art Gallery of Leisure. Now he is a freelance painter. In 2002, he completed all the paintings of the new St. Paul's Cathedral in Detroit, United States. In 2006, 
the then President of the Republic of Albania, Mr. Alfred Moisiu, decorates the painter Pashk Parvathi with the Golden Nine Frasri Order. In 2010, he won the Abdurahim Buza Award in Painting, awarded by the Dea Art Center. He also became the winner of the Kult Award, being announced by the Kult Academy as the Visual Art Artist of 2011. On February the 27th, 2018, Gazim Chandra, art and aesthetics critic, philosopher and historian, academic, translator and researcher, passed away. Chandra started his career as a director and designer of cartoons in the new Albania film studios. To continue then with the leading of the National Art Gallery from 1998 to 2002, with whose name the turning point of this institution is connected. Director of the artistic magazine Pamor Art, Visual Art, and co-founder of the International Art Biennale of Tirana, curator of fine arts Exhibitions, Gazim Chandra, is also the translator of 14 books mainly related to the history and theory of art, author of over 100 articles on the history of Albanian art in the Albanian and foreign press, and author of many publications, among which Morning Archaeology, The Heroes Are Hungry, etc., He was also a lecturer of uh, visual language, history and philosophy of art. This is Radio Tirana that was calendar for February the 27th.
Today, Radio Tirana listeners will speak about Luigi Guracucci, a prominent figure in the national cause, signatory of the Declaration of Independence, a man of letters, educator, a political figure in Albanian politics in the first quarter of the 20th century. Luigi Guracucci is one of the most distinguished personalities of our national educational and cultural movement at the end of the national renaissance and the beginning of independence, experiencing the most crucial events of the country's life in the first quarter of our century, in the majority of which, if not as an organizer, he was a direct participant. Luigi Guracucci was born in Scudra on the 19th of February and baptized on February 20th, 1879, and was raised in the bosom of the Scudran merchant family. He attended elementary and secondary school at the Saverian College in the Technical Commercial Order, from which he graduated in 1897. He completed his secondary education at the Albanian College of St. Mitter Corona, where he had Derada as a teacher who inspired him for life. He was the first Albanian student there. Luigi Guracucci continued his university studies in Naples at the Faculty of Medicine from 1901 to 1906, where he met Zevski Roy, the professor of Albanian at the Oriental Institute of Naples. When he was 20 years old, he became a member of the Union Society of Abad Doci, where he was the only civilian member. With the proclamation of the Constitution in July 1908, he became a member of the Albanian Language Club. In November, he participated in the Congress of Monastir, where he was elected vice-chairman and a member of the Commission for the Unification of the Alphabet and wrote the alphabets approved by the Congress of Monastir. In October 1909, Luigi Guracucci was appointed director of the normal school opened in Elbasan, where he helped to establish education on national basis. The first experience of raising the Albanian educational administration was created. The first school documents were drafted and an entire system of teacher training and qualification was established. In April 1911, Luigi Guracucci participated in the uprising of Bishkodra and together with Ismail Cemali drafted the Memorandum of Grecia. In 1912, he conducted extensive activities to organize the general uprising, being present in Toscaria and later with the leaders of Kosovo. In the temporary government of Lora, he was elected Minister of Education and established compulsory elementary education for boys and girls. He participated in the London Conference in 1913 with Ismail Cemali and Issa Boletini. During World War I, Skodra was occupied by the Montenegrin army, 
Gorakuchi was interned in Podgorica from July 17, 1915, until January 1916. During the Austro-Hungarian occupation, he was appointed general director of education by their authorities. He was one of the founders of the Literary Commission in 1916, esteemed by the academic Radomir Nachtingal. In the government formed by the Congress of Duras, where he represented Skodra and Mirdita, he was appointed deputy to Dr. Turtuli in the Ministry of Education of Permeti Cabinet. He was among the main architects of the educational and cultural program of the National Movement for Autonomy, Freedom and Independence. In this context, he was the best connoisseur and propagandist of our people's traditions, cultural and patriotic traditions, oral and written tradition, and the psychology of the Albanian people. As a creator, Luigi Guracucci had excellent relations with the country's intellectual elite. Some of Guracucci's works and creations were dedicated to George Fishta, Prank Doci, Hil Mossi, and Mati Logorezzi. As an outstanding stylist, he left models of journalistic prose in both dialects. Luigi Guracucci provided valuable assistance to our literature and culture as a poet, journalist, orator, and the first composer of the Albanian metrics. Radio Tirana listeners, that's the end of today's profile. You are tuned to Radio Tirana. Albanian folklore. Today, Radio Tirana listeners will speak about Dropoli folklothing. The area of Dropoli is located in Girocaster, which is known for its wealth and the inheritance of its traditions for generations. The spiritual heritage of this area is passed to young people who know well the popular songs and dances that are always accompanied by traditional clothing. The Dropolid Bridal costume is also one of the most beautiful costumes. The traditional folk clothing of women was rich in embroidery embellished with threads of precious metals. Traditional men's costume include wide woolen coats, wide at the waist, tapering to the legs, paired with calf length, leggings or wide-sided frocks, paired with tasseled waistcoats and a pair of traditional shoes called opinga. On the head, a long black cap made of lamb's wool or a pointed shayak shell was worn. The costume of the Dropolid Bride, particularly that of Delvitsina, is one of the most beautiful costumes in the context of Albanian ethnography and cultural diversity. The popular costume of Dropolid girls and women has always been crafted in an artisanal way. The components of this costume include a shirt, which is differently called in Albanian ruti, a dress with short sleeves, a waistcoat, a scarf, an apron and a golden belt. Additionally, there is a handbag with a hat and coins. The ruti is a white woven cotton shirt with long narrow sleeves that clinging to the waist and neck. The bibizar is another element of traditional clothing of Dropoli, which is particularly a fabric of silk from which the wedding dresses are made. The kerchief is a white cotton dress worn over the shirt with embroidery. The sleeves are made of colored velvet and embroidery details. 
The vest is a torso, sleeveless garment worn over the shirt. Everyday clothing is called dilino, while festive clothing is usually made of purple velvet material and embroidery with cords and other motifs. Sita or sagiaki is the sleeveless, long embroidered wool outer dress. The apron is made of knitted wooden material with embroidery. The wooden belt is for everyday wear, while the gold belt is for festive occasions. Patuna are small white cotton socks with flowers woven on the sole and front, traditionally worn indoors without shoes. These socks typically reach up to the knees and are knitted in various colors. The hydropolites style their hair into braids with fell over their back, decorated with colorful ribbons. They then put on a red fez, which is embroidered with a tassel hanging from it. There is a long fringe on the forehead that reaches to the middle. The climb is a silk bow that covers the top of the head, leaving only a few tassels in front. Traditional men's costume include wide woolen coats, wide at the waist, tapering to the legs, paired with tasseled waistcoats and a traditional pair of shoes, which are called opinga. On the head, a shy axel with a peak made of lamb wool is worn. With a rich variety of costumes and traditions, the inhabitants of Dropoli strive to pass on their wealth of spiritual heritage from generation to generation. However, the imitations of their folk costumes are deviating from the original ones by being enriched with new elements. That's the end of Albanian folklore. Here we come at the end of the broadcast in English. Have a nice day from Radio Tirana.